Yo, 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 yo. Let's go, let's go. It's the Great Debate Show. Back. Better than ever, baby. It's the good guys. Myself, Jarvis Jeffries. Terrence Smith. Nick Ely. We in the, we're in the building, baby. And it's we time, are here. It's time to talk about week 18. All of the huge NFL playoff ramifications. Who who's in? Who's out? Who played spoiler? Uh, we'll also talk about Super Wild Card Weekend for next week. It's all set. We've got the schedule for you, locked and loaded. And um, what did um, DMX say on? Uh, and then there was X. What was that? That was a classic album. Uh, Here we go again. Same old sh dog, just a different day. And, and here we go again. I mean, the Niners and the Seahawks for a third time this season. They're going to battle it out. I'm a little bit, I wouldn't say worried, but a little nervous. I'll be cautious. So I won't talk too much. And I know bragging and talking too much noise doesn't work out for me anyway. I said we would spank the Raiders and we barely beat them. So I won't, I won't, I won't overdo it. But um, bang, bang. Niner gang. Niners get another win. Ten straight. It is the... I don't know when the last time they've done this. I want to say it was like 97, the 97 season, but I don't even know if it was 10 straight. They won 14 games, and they got put out by the Packers in um, the NFC Championship. I was wondering, is this the 97 season or the 94 season? Well, Green Bay is out, so it's not 97 because they can't put us out. And I just want to take this time before we get started to say F Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. Uh, because they just cost me about seventeen, eighteen hundred big ones. All I needed with them, all I needed for them to do was get the win, and they couldn't do that at home in Lambeau Field against the Detroit Lions, who everybody has laughed at when I bring up the fact that Jared Goff is balling, and he might should have not been traded as soon from the Raiders. And Sean McVay, what do you know? He's stepping away from the Rams. I meant to say the Rams, not Raiders. He he's stepping away from the Rams. So. And I want to and I want to ask you guys why the Cowboys they laid an egg in Washington. Uh, they're fifth seed Monday Night Football next week Wild Card. They'll close out the Super Wild Card weekend and they'll host. I mean they will go to Tampa Bay to play the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers didn't look good either. Uh, well, they they didn't look too good. Uh, I think they end up resting everybody second half. They lost to Atlanta, Tampa Bay, Dallas. You've got San Francisco, Seattle. Again, I. I talk all the time about beating a team three times in one season. It's so hard to do. Team, it's been done. It's just been a mighty long time, I think. But hopefully, it's only happened a handful of times. Yeah, but hopefully next week it happens again for the first time in quite some time because we'll host the Seahawks. We also have uh, the AFC playoff picture is intact. It's all it, we, we've got it all for you, guys. How y'all feeling, man? Hey, listen. We got in. Uh, we we kind of backed in, and, and we're living our way in. Yeah. Uh, so I feel great since, since my team is actually is actually in the postseason, as opposed to last year where we had this kind of same scenario and didn't make it. Right. Right. I have, I have a new phrase, guys. I have the only team on this podcast that does not have a game on Wild Card Weekend. Okay. So okay. I'm feeling fantastic. All right. Impressed. Well, I'm glad you're feeling fantastic, Nick, even though you get your Eagles barely, barely got that number one seed locked up as you all um, <laughs> uh, beat the New York Giants by, what, six, I believe. But congratulations. Congratulations to you. 
Uh, I, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna get to your Eagles, and we're gonna talk. We got a lot to talk about to ask you. How do you feel about your Eagles, and how confident you are in them in the postseason? I pretty much think they're one and done, but I'll save it for later. Uh, uh, <laughs> the Niners are the number two seed. The Eagles are the number one seed. The Cowboys could have got the number one seed, but they lost, and of course the Niners won, and the Eagles locked it up. Uh, but man. Boy, for them to look like that against the Giants who didn't play Daniel Jones or Saquon Barkley, it makes me wonder how good is this Eagles team now? It doesn't quite look like the same team that was 11-0 or whatever they were before they finally lost. Um, anyway, we'll get to it. Lamar Jackson, is he going to play in the postseason? The Ravens are in, and we think that we're going to get Lamar Jackson. I'm sure Terrence will tell us. What's the deal in Baltimore? And we have a special guest who's going to be dropping in here shortly to talk about those Dallas Cowboys. This should be interesting. This is The Great Debate Show, and it's available wherever you get your podcast, follow and download. Go ahead and hit that follow button. You know you want to. It's absolutely free. Check out the reels that we do, The Great Debate Show page on Facebook and Twitter. Check us out and get in on all the, on all the live debates going on throughout the week. All right, guys, where do we want to start? Sunday night football, the Green Bay Packers. It's a <laughs> Sunday fun day. We all going to blow yeah, up one that, day. Uh, I think that it, it, like, by de facto, became the game of the week. Um, the NFL effectively placed it at the very end of the uh, at the very end of the games. And, you know, rightfully so, it, it became very, very important. Yep. It sucked for Detroit that they weren't playing for their own playoff hopes. They were literally out out to play spoiler, um, and they could have very easily laid an egg. And I don't think anybody would have, you know, would have would have faulted them for it. But kudos to them for going out and uh, playing and winning a tough division game and keeping our rival Aaron Rodgers out of the playoffs. And I'm sure a lot of teams are probably happy about today. They won't admit it, but I'm sure they are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I actually, for that reason, why I would say it, it comes in second to game as game of the week. To the Titans and Jaguars game, uh, because that one was mm. indeed, you know, with the division. That was for all the marbles. That was for all the marbles for both teams, you know. So that, I mean, that was essentially a playoff game for both teams. So yeah. uh, that would be my only, only kind of pushback there. But, uh, but this was definitely, sucked. yeah, yeah kind of. Yeah. It was. It was. It was. We're gonna call it a defensive struggle. Yeah. We're gonna be. We're gonna be nice to them. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I'm, that's I'm, nice. I'm proud of the Jaguars and, and and Doug Peterson. So no doubt. Uh, yeah, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to make it sound good. It was a defensive battle, what and, it was. And now that you mentioned that, Nick, I want to take this time to briefly say before we get into Sunday Night Football and finish it and, and get into that, break that down on why the Packers are not going to the, the the postseason this year. I said they wouldn't make it, even though it looked like they were about to make it. They didn't. And when you know when I bet on them to go ahead and get in, they wouldn't. Damn you. Should have stuck to your guns. Damn you, Green Bay. But anyway, uh, that's Green not Green Bay was the favorite, too, weren't they? They were, of course. Yeah, they were. Uh -huh. They were. Uh, but I digress. I want to say this about the Titans. Congratulations again to the Jacksonville Jaguars, who were AFC South champions. And uh, a good year starting off for the Khan family. Um, but anyway, like the Jag, uh, the Titans, they traded away A.J. Brown. This is not news or breaking news. We all know this. And we know how the Titans struggled offensively due to that fact. And the general manager is gone. But what that did was it pretty much made defenses not respect the Tennessee Titans. Even with Ryan Tannehill or with Malik Willis or with Josh Dobbs, 
there's always a stacked box for Derrick Henry, and you're getting nothing from him. And sometimes you do get the production. I mean, he's going to put up his numbers at, at some point. He's going to break loose. He's going to wear you down. But, again, it's just a slow bleed. It's like watching a slow death trying to get the, the, the Titans to move the chains, get in the end zone, have a good drive or whatnot. It was hard to watch. And I'm saying this to say this. Uh, I think that the Tennessee Titans should probably think about and uh, consider, and don't shoot me, Titan fans, it's just that I'm not saying you're in rebuild mode, but you're getting nothing from Derrick Henry. And not because he's not a good player. It's because he's all you've got. And so they take that away and you've got nothing. Trade Derrick Henry, get you some draft picks, a gang of draft picks, while he's still, you know, serviceable, productive, and start over. Get that offensive line straight because it's terrible. They can't run block or pass block. Get the secondary straight because it's terrible. They are good against the run, but that's about it. I took it for the Titans all season long. They went, they started the season seven and three and finished seven and ten. That's seven straight losses. There's that seven again, ladies and gentlemen. I just I want to point out the Titans should move on. The Titans should move on from Derrick Henry and start over because I just think he's wasting his his good years, his prime years, and they need to start over and get something because like you're not gonna get a quarterback to come in for him, uh, for, to that team, like an Aaron Rodgers, like a Tom Brady, like a uh, Derek Carr, maybe Derek Carr, but you're not gonna get the big guy the big-name quarterback to come to Nashville, Tennessee with that talent, with that roster. And I don't know if Trey Burks is going to be A.J. Brown or if he's going to be just a good damn wide receiver of his own, but he ain't right now, and nobody else is either. I think that you should just get rid of Derrick Henry and start over. I think the Baltimore Ravens, if they're not going to pay Lamar what he should be paid, they should do the same thing. I just wanted to say that. And, again, congratulations to the Jaguars. What were you saying, Nick? Foremost, I'll go ahead, I just wanted to point out that I think I heard you say that they're getting nothing from Derrick Henry. Well, Did I hear that correctly? Well, I, I don't mean to say nothing from him. I mean, like, it's just how many times do you watch a Titan game? And I know it's not often, but how many times when you watch and, and, and you're looking at the game like, man, I mean, it's like two yards in a cloud of dust. They're getting – it's not helping the Titans. I mean, every now and then, they, yes, when they're not playing a good team, he's going to run wild on you. But when they're playing a good team – it showed seven straight losses, and Derrick Henry is not helping that. I say move well, on. Again, I, I think it's. I think it's. I don't think that he's not helping it. He doesn't have enough help around him to, to actually overcome it and win the game. Because he's all they, he's, he's all they got, and you can't build a franchise around a running back, especially who's already what eight nine seasons in. I mean, you can if you actually put things around them. The Titans have just done a terrible job with that. And the things that they had around them, they shipped off to Philly, which we appreciate. Uh, It depends on how soon they can do it. Uh, You know, they need a lot from what I see. They need receivers. They need a quarterback. They need an offensive line. And that secondary is pretty pretty bad. I was just going to point out that he finished with 1,538 yards and 13 touchdowns. The, uh, and, those are both second in the league, and you've got a seven and ten record with no postseason appearance to show for it. Because you don't, because you don't have a quarterback or receivers. Get a quarterback and some receivers. I think that I think, I think that's not part of the problem. No, I, I don't think Jarvis was saying. I'm not saying he's a part of the problem. I'm saying yeah. that if they're not doing any, if they're not getting any wins, if they can't get playoff appearances, playoff wins, a Super Bowl contending team, if they can't beat any of those things with just this one moose, and he's a bad boy. Don't get me wrong then what are we doing here? 
We're just wasting yeah, his time. I, I, I think what we'll drive it to saying is that it, it would benefit both of them to move on. I think so. And I'm not. And I, I know Titan fans might not want to hear that, but I mean, where do you go from what here? Do you get, what do you get back when you trade Derrick Henry? What What is somebody going to trade you for Derrick Henry? Uh, according what? to what you're saying, Nick, a lot, and that's what you want, a lot. So you can so you can revamp that O line. It's terrible. I'm telling you. That's why Ryan Tannehill got hurt because. What do you call a lot? What What, what do you think is going to be a, a lot for Derrick Henry? A first two first rounders. Yeah, I'll take you think two Derrick first rounders. Going to guard a two first round picks. Okay, well, you just sat here and told me he's eight, more? ninth year, and, and I, I don't think he's gonna. I, I think you get. I think you get one for him. I think you can you get. Can, I think you can get one and maybe two threes, or one and a two and a three. Like that. Yeah, one and some other stuff. Okay, I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. I mean, what, what am what I? Did, what did the Forty Niners give up for McCaffrey? We gave up three twos, I believe, or no three. I don't know, but it was three picks. And they yes, were, I, they I think were, that they, you they, have, they have to at least. Yeah, yeah, you have to at least start the asking price there. I think. Um, but I, th- I do think that Derrick Henry is definitely worth the first round pick. The problem with that is, this is I don't it. think there's a GM in the league that will give you a first round pick for him because of this how is- the GMs, uh, how the league treats running backs. Especially, he's not an aging running back, but he is, you know, at so that Christian threshold. Cavill, it was Christian McCaffrey was a second, third, and a fourth uh, this year, and a fifth in twenty four. Okay, a second, third, and fourth. But Derrick Henry is a running back who has been a NFL leading rusher, and he may be he may have led the league again this year. So, so, I mean, so I, I, maybe a first, third, so and fourth. He, he so he's worth a little he came, more than that. He came in second. He's worth what? He came, he came in second this year. Okay, behind who? Nick Chubb? Josh Jacobs. Uh, Josh Jacobs, that's right. Okay. Yeah, he beat right. Nick Chubb by like six yards. Okay. Now, I think Derrick Henry missed. Did he not miss a game or two? I think he did. But either way, uh, either way, maybe, you, yeah. you should get more than a second, third, and a fourth that we gave up for McCaffrey because he's still a different type of animal. I love McCaffrey for what he does, but somebody that needs a Derrick Henry will go get him. I mean, I could see the Baltimore Ravens uh, coughing up if the Titans would want to do that. They probably wouldn't, but somebody would give up. Maybe not a first, maybe not a first, but two, maybe two twos and a three. I, and swear, a I swear, I swear to Thor, <laughs> if <laughs> if they trade for Derrick Henry and wouldn't trade for AJ Brown, I'm quitting. Yeah, yeah, I got you there. I got you there. But the reason why we're talking about this period, though, is because A.J. Brown was traded to Philly. And that's the reason why the Titans were not good offensively or not good enough. And again, hey, I know that they're going to say, hey, Vrabel didn't have much to work with. There was a ton of injuries. And they were. There were. However, seven straight losses is seven straight losses. You have to look at the coach. Uh, at some point. The general manager is gone. They took care of that. I would love to see what Amy Adams would do next. I just wanted to bring that up while we were talking about the Jags, and that's what I think about the Titans from that Saturday game. Chiefs-Raiders, not much to talk about. Chiefs did what the Chiefs do. They're number one seed again, and Cincinnati's pissed about it. Terrence, would you explain? Yeah, well, Cincinnati just thinks that they they got a uh, bad shake from the league with the way they – with the way they came up with the seating and the seating possibilities after the unfortunate incident uh, last week with Buffalo and Cincinnati, so I just, I just, I just don't think that I, I think that in this situation, we all agreed the game couldn't be played, um, and a lot of people jumped on Skip Bayless for mistakenly thinking that he was saying that the game should be played. But here in Cincinnati, 
complaining about what the league came up with. And what that, I don't think there was any other – if there are any other suggestions of how the league should have handled this, I'm open to hear it. And I know it sounds wacky to have corn tosses here and neutral fields here, but there was nothing else they could do, that I, I in my opinion anyway, that they could do to say, hey, this is the right way to do it. Mm-hmm. So I, I just I just think that it's a little bit insensitive. I think it's a little bit childish to in Cincinnati – uh, that's from the head coach down has gone on about this. Even their celebrations, they celebrated today with a with a pseudo corn toss, uh, I mean a corn flip, um, and just a lot of complaining throughout the week. And I just, I'm just not a fan of it. Yeah, really not a fan of it. And this, and this, and this is not me being a Baltimore Raven fan. I didn't, I didn't think the Ravens took a chance in hell to win today. Yeah, I don't know if they stand much of a chance in hell to win next week. If if Lamar shows up, that gives them a, you know, I don't know. Well, 35 be, to 40% chance to win. It won't be easy for the Bengals to do it again. I, I'll admit that, though. It won't be easy. And it yeah, wasn't yeah, easy and, today. And, and, listen, and, the, and the Ravens, hey, and I was about to say, the Ravens are going to make it tough. That's just that's what they do. It's AFC North football. They'll make it tough. Of course. But my, my point is that I'm not I'm not thinking for somebody who, you know, thinking that his team still had a chance to win the division with a corn toss. I don't give a damn about a corn toss. You know? So, so if I understand this, Chris, what you're saying is that if had y'all beat the Bengals today, then the division – Basically, the division be decided by a coin toss in order Correct. to decide who had the home field next. Who week. had the home field because it, it was more than likely they were going to play. They were going to play each other regardless. But, but, it, it, but, it, but so because the Bengals won today, then it's all null and void anyway. It's yeah. null and void anyway. But the Bengals and the reason why the Bengals are complaining, well, they sh- they probably shouldn't be complaining like that is is to what T was saying. But they, I think they were going to beat Buffalo last Monday night also. And had they done that, I, I Buffalo that. wouldn't be number two. And Cincinnati would be number two, and they would be playing the seventh seed, who is Miami. And um, and not saying that they, they don't want to play Baltimore play again. Yeah, yeah, I mean, not that they don't want to play Baltimore again. It's just that, hey, we had Miami. And, you know, who wants to play a tough division game when you don't have to? Uh, but, again, right. but again, I understand. I don't know what else they could have done, T. You're right about that. I don't know either. Uh, but, again, that's why it's an unfortunate situation. But they did what they needed to do. Who cares about that game? It was canceled. I I didn't think that they should have played another game until we got some good news. Luckily, fortunately, we did do that, though, before they played football uh, Saturday. But uh, just wanted to just, you know, touch on that because, uh, T, I know you had something to say about it. Now let's quickly get back into Sunday night again. The Packers didn't win. We'll start with you, Nick. Why? Why didn't they not win? <laughs> what happened Honestly, to the Packers? I was, I was surprised, man. And, and near the end of the game, I, I got to be honest, as much as I defend him, yeah, Aaron Rodgers kind of threw that one away. Ah. I, mean, I, I, I get that you that you know you got it. You trying to make a play and it's third down and whatever, whatever. But you, you better than that. I mean, you you've shown to be better than that for a long time. Hmm. And that, that that last play just that. I mean, that that throw just wasn't it. it wasn't um, it. you know, now now definitely throughout the game there were some throws that uh, that he did put on the money and, and the Packers had a decent number of drops. Yeah, uh, that certainly you know helped to kind of stifle some drives and. They, the Packers shot themselves in the foot a lot, and I, I guess that's what I really didn't expect to see from them um, in this game. Uh, obviously, I knew that Detroit, um, you know, once they knew that they were uh, eliminated, they were going to, you know, feel up to just playing free. You know, there's nothing really on the line for them other than just yeah. kind of playing spoilers. So uh, when they're in that, when, you know, I can imagine being in that position and, uh, you know, just being able to in the, and they played like it. They, you know, brought a couple of trick plays and, Went forward on fourth down. Uh, you know, they played like they had nothing to lose. 
Yeah. And uh, the pack and the Packers didn't, and uh, so that's why they uh, they now don't have anything to lose because <laughs> they're on the same couch with Detroit. <laughs> yes, they are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> T, your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I think it came down to what I've kind of been saying about Detroit all along. They're not a bad team. They no. not. They were not no. to a lot of and to a lot of people. They they snuck up, but uh, I've always known that Detroit was capable of um, of beating good teams in big moments. Yeah. They just haven't for whatever reason or another. They you know one blunder after another, um, and to the point to where even today where they were they were up and and driving to kind of you know get the first down to close the game out. I'm just kind of sitting there waiting on them to uh, make the mistake and and do a pick six or get a fumble or yeah. You know, go for it on fourth down and and don't get it or something along those lines. But uh, hey, today they got the first down. Kudos to the growth of Jared Goff, by the way. Yeah, Jared Goff played yes. out of his mind toward the end of the season. Yes, let's say that, man, because I've been talking about Jared Goff all season long, and yep. I have been letting I have been stating the fact that I know Sean McVay got the Super Bowl ring with the Rams. However. I don't know how much Stafford has left in the tank. The injuries keep piling on, and, you know, Jared Goff is looking good in Detroit. Maybe he did yeah, trade Goff him a little too soon. And now looking at what we saw on Sunday Night Football with Goff winning, they finished the season with a winning record. That's not easy to do. The Detroit Lions had not done that in quite some time, and Jared Goff is responsible for them doing that. Sean McVay's leaving the football game right now. He's leaving the Rams. And I think a lot of this is because he has screwed this team up now, even though they did get their chip. Man, he cashed all his draft picks in. It's over with. He, They can't even – they got to rebuild on top of rebuild, uh, you know, to be honest with you. Once once they get back with, you know, whoever, they're going to still have a few stars, a few studs. But, I mean, the quarterback situation, the running back situation, the defense outside of Aaron Donald, it's all questionable. And this is why he's pulling the Sean Payton and probably going to come back in a few years. But he's looking to do TV right now. Remember when I told you all about Sean McVay, Mike McDaniels, uh, Matt LaFleur, and that picture I posted on the Great Debate Show page on Facebook uh, where it was Kyle Shanahan and his wife, and those three coaches were like the kids in the in, in the photo. Those are his sons, as I've said before. And maybe Shanahan's kind of ran them off too. Like, man, I can't win this. I can't beat this guy. So I'll just go to another division at a, at a later time, and maybe I'll be better. Now, again, he's a Super Bowl champion. Can't take that away from him, and this is why he will be a – Hot commodity when he decides to come back. It's just odd that a young coach this that's been this successful wants to walk away this soon. But anyway, uh, so the Packers are out. That's it. And uh, it, it ended up being what we thought it would be early on, but they got hot and, you know, who we didn't know. They got me on this one. I really thought that the Detroit Lions, after seeing Seattle lose, they would lay down in that cold weather, and they did not. They did the complete opposite. Shout out to Dan Campbell, though. I never really gave up on the Detroit Lions, though. I've always kind of had their backs. Watch out for them next year. The Chicago Bears got the number one draft pick thanks to the Texans winning. Maybe that's why uh, Lovey Smith got fired also. Like, damn, all these games you lost, but you had to win this one. He's the first coach that was fired, and Black Monday hasn't officially started yet as we're recording. But uh, so we'll talk about the coaches and all of that too here. But, yeah, Green Bay's out. Detroit's on the couch with them, of course, though. But Seattle now is in because of that, and they go to Santa Clara to play the 49ers. Honestly, honestly I respect Lovey Smith for it. I feel like he already knew he was getting fired regardless of what happened in this game. So he's like, you know what? I might as well make sure we win so y'all get that much worse of a draft pick on there my way out. Yeah. Just throw, a yeah. Big, throw a big middle finger on the way out. Right. If the Chicago Bears make a good pick with this number one pick, and Justin Fields definitely showed us, 
I think he did. Maybe not everybody. I don't know about you, Nick. But I think he convinced us that he can play in this league at the quarterback position, and he just needs some damn help, uh, uh, like that other guy in Baltimore. So if he can get that, and a first-round a number one pick is a definitely a good way to start that off, to get that popping. They're not going to use that pick. They're going to trade it. The NFC North could be very interesting. And, and, and for a change, it would be the teams that used to be at the bottom of the division. Lions, Bears. And uh, the Vikings, they're not going anywhere anytime soon. So the question is, is Aaron Rodgers going to be in Green Bay next season? We talk about this every offseason. Will he, will he not? And if he is, are they going to be at the bottom? They didn't make the postseason this year. Uh, so anyway, that's it. We've got it. We've well, got the Sunday night game out of the way. Now the rest of the Sunday games. We had the, the Dallas Cowboys lay an egg in Washington. Uh that game didn't mean anything to Washington, but they played spoiler. The Cowboys were going for the number one seed. I didn't understand, guys, why the Cowboys were still playing some of their starters when they realized that Philly had that number one seed on lock. Even though they didn't do it easily, uh, not as easily as I thought it should have been. We'll get into that in a second. But for the Cowboys, they have to go to Tampa next week. They're coming off of a bad loss, even though Washington has a good defense. But... Um, how comfortable are Cowboy fans about their team right now? And we have somebody in here that may want us to tell us. I want to thank you guys for the opportunity. First of all, I'm extremely confident going to Tampa Bay. And no doubt, Michael Parsons and the Marauders will get after Tom Brady, and he will not be able to sit back there all night long and throw that ball. <laughs> okay. Okay, uh, so so you have no problem, you, you no worries going into Tampa Bay. This is a team that beat your team week one, uh, right Indeed. before when Dak went down. Uh, now, I don't know what team that was week one compared to what we've seen for the most of the season with the Buccaneers, but they have started to kind of get their juice back a little bit, even though they lost today. They didn't start every, they didn't play everybody the whole entire game. Uh, this is Tom Brady now. This is Tom Brady. Oh, I'm sorry, I don't even know if I introduced you. Dwayne, right? Yeah, yeah. Dwayne, the Cowboy fan. How how do you? How, what's that nickname again? How do you say it? Uh, the Facebook Michael name. <laughs> what is <What's> that? <laughs> uh, the Facebook name is uh, what is it called again? Uh, she got the God. <laughs> no, that's actually my last name. That's not a nickname. That's not a nickname. I'm sorry. Damn. No, it's, it's not a nickname. <laughs> what, what 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 is it again? I, she I, got. Okay, we're trying to introduce you to the to the trying to introduce you to the Great Debate Show audience, and uh, we've got Dwayne here, the Cowboy fan who has been wanting to come on here for quite some time. I think we I think we have did it before once, haven't we, or did we not? We have not gotten to this point yet. We finally have gotten to this point, and it's postseason, so it couldn't be a better time. And Dwayne, Dwayne, the Cowboy fan, said he's not worried about Tampa Bay. This is the goat we're talking about now, and he's in the postseason as bad as he's been. He's here now, though. So, are you going to be able to take them out? Like, you're that confident. I'm that confident. Let's, let's keep in mind now, this this goat has been long divorced from his she-ram for a little while now. So, <laughs> and on top of that, you know, this is, uh, this is about as worse of Brady as we've ever seen him throughout his career. Brady has uh, been a little wayward this year. That is true. That is true. He's been up, he's been up and down. It's like the uh, – Old proverbial roller coaster. Day. It's been up one day. It's been down the next day. Yeah. Not, not for nothing. I just throw this out there. And a lot better since the divorce got finalized. He has. 
That is also true. He's going to have a long time to get those uh, moving people in there to get Drizelle stuff out of there after <laughs> we take care of business next week. I guarantee, I guarantee it, as, as old Benny <laughs> Mack would say. You guarantee that they're going to win on I, Monday night. Okay. I, yes, indeed. Okay. Uh, now, the way Dak played today against the, the Commanders, it was like he was trying to give the game away. You're confident with that guy going into Tampa, playing against a defense that should be motivated, uh, and they are better than what they've been playing for the most part of this season, and they haven't been bad. It's just that the offense has been so bad. It makes the defense look bad, too. It, it, it puts a, a stain on what they've done. But, I mean, you're confident in that after what we saw from him today and how you guys put up six points? I'm riding with Dakota, Rain, Prescott, and that highly touted offense that go into Tampa Bay. A whoop a little ass. Excuse my French. I didn't know we could say ass on here, Terrence. Okay, you can say ass. Quite all right. Quite all right. <laughs> 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 Why don't you talk about those big ass women in San Antonio? Oh, uh, we don't want some big old women down in San Antonio. <laughs> Victoria definitely a secret down there oh. in San Antonio. Oh, man. However, yeah, well, if they're that big, they better keep that secret. <laughs> <laughs> we going into Tampa Bay. The defense, we're going to ride high on it. Uh, I don't know what got into Dak today, man. It's it was quite painful to watch. Man, it's Dak every day. Yeah, right. I'm like, I'm like, let's not act like the same thing hasn't happened in You 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 stop that. I, I I will not sit here and let you let you of all people be raised. Dakota Rain Prescott, and as Skip Bayless would say, he's gonna rain all over the goat. In Sunnyside, Tampa Bay, where the women look nice. You know, I didn't think about this. Skip Bayless got to be uh, out of his damn mind right now. I, want, I, right. Want, I wonder, he's got is he even jersey right now? Yeah, I wonder, is he even going for the Cowboys to win this game? The way he loves Brady and goes on. I mean, I, that'll, that'll be interesting to see what he what he says this week. Of course, he wants his team to win, but man, how would he? How would he? How would that look? I mean, Shannon could eat him up again if his Cowboys beat the goat, his his number one guy. But anyway, uh, Dwayne, my thing yeah. is this. I've been saying for months on this all season pretty much that Dak is holding the Cowboys back. So uh, from listening to you, you disagree. Uh, not necessarily. <laughs> huh. Don't get me wrong. I've enjoyed the time we've had with good old Cooper Rush. Okay. <clears throat> I've, I've enjoyed. Okay. And I've enjoyed watching Tony Pollard do his thing. He has. He has done his thing. Oh, what have we got there? Ooh. But uh, come next week, you can bet your bottom dollar, Dak Prescott and the Cowboys with Michael and the Marauders, Trayvon <laughs> Diggs and the Destroyers, Demarcus Lawrence and the Lawmakers are going to enforce their will on Tom Brady. We're going for a piece of Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr.'s ass. Hmm. Okay. That sounded like a wrestling promo, but a pretty good one, though. Oh, yeah. I, I got a lot of them. <laughs> All right, man. We, we, we will see. if there's, if there's Is there anything else you have, man, before we move on with the, the rest of these uh, playoff implications and wild card? Uh, uh, I've, been look, I've been looking for any Skip Bayless tweets. Is, is Nick always there? I'm always here. Hey, Nick. What up? Dwayne Sheegog, your NFC East rival buddy. Look at him. Uh, after, we yeah, finished, long. after we get finished with Tampa Bay, we coming into Philly. Mm. 
and we're going to barbecue. You like barbecue eagle, Terrence? <laughs> I, I'm thinking we're going to have us a barbecue eagle sandwich. Put a little so, extra mayonnaise and cheese on that there. So, so the way that happens is if y'all beat Tampa, Minnesota would also have to beat New York, and San Francisco would beat Seattle. So we, because we got to play the lowest seed that's left, seeing as, you know, we're the number one seed, and we don't have yeah. a game to play at all this week. So, yeah. it, so I'm just saying, put some respect on our name is all I'm saying. I'll put some respect on your name. We're going to put some barbecue sauce on your ass after we get to Tampa Bay. Okay, so basically, Nick, what you're saying is if we beat Seattle, then basically you're playing the winner of Dallas and Tampa Bay, right? Well, no, Minnesota would also have to beat New York because oh, we play whatever right. the lowest seed is left. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, okay, okay. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, well, and, and I can't wait to get into that game because I don't know about that game, man. The Giants could actually – they could actually steal one in Minnesota. They, we'll they, see. They might. They, they might. just might. They came close and, the last and, time. And then Young Wayne over here is trying to sound real confident, but I, I don't see how. I'm, 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 very, I'm very confident. Even it, as Cowboys Well, he's a Cowboys fan. fan. Uh, what do you expect? That's true. But even Cowboys super fan Skip Bayless pointed out the last three games, the Cowboys have faced Gardner Minshew, Josh Dobbs, and Sam Howell. And all three have had success. There's not really a way you build momentum to go into a playoff game so what the against heck? Tom Brady. So what the hell do you think they're going to do with a goat? At, at Brady's house. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to put that goat on an open fire, and we're going to rotisserie his ass all the way. You want to move? 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 They eating goat in Texas too, man. Oh yeah, we we barbecue goat, we we shear his ass and then we bake his ass. <laughs> All right, man. Well, look, Dwayne, we appreciate you dropping by, man. We go move on with the show and get this thing uh get this thing in and out. But man, we appreciate uh, you uh, coming in and hey, man, congratulations. I don't what just just tune in. To, we're gonna drop this episode here shortly. I'll I'll wait for you to hear my prediction. Yeah, <laughs> make sure you back here next Monday night after y'all lose to the goat. I tell you what, Nick Ely, I'll be waiting for you. We, I'll be here. We, oh, yeah. we will be recording next Monday night immediately after the game, and we'll be live here on Facebook and YouTube. We're on Facebook Live, YouTube Live right now. Dwayne, we appreciate it, bro. Cowboy, awesome. uh, die hard. Awesome, awesome. All boy, right. Taylor, they got some big old women down in San Antonio, boy. <laughs> <laughs> they, they wear them big drawers, man. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to come back. We, we're going to come back with uh, – we're going to bring Chuck in, and we're going to let him <laughs> – we're going to let him do that, man. That's good. Good stuff, Dwayne. All right, guys. So, look, we've already got the last wild card game out of the way. At least Dwayne has. He told us that the Cowboys are going to win. He's very confident. Now, guys, since we're already on that topic, let's just go ahead and give me your picks then. What do you got? What do you guys think? I can tell you right now, he's going to be very disappointed, I believe, uh, after the game. But, anyway, I'm, I'm picking Tampa. Uh, if this was last year, you know what I thought. Uh, I had Cowboys and Chiefs. That didn't work out. Uh, now it seems like the Cowboys are just the same old Cowboys. They, the way they are backpedaling into the postseason right here, it's not a good look. Uh, I don't see them beating Tampa Bay. They can do it now. Don't get me wrong, but I don't know, man. I you just you just you just got to see Brady gone before you just say, oh well, they did it. But I just can't bet against them. I'm not gonna do it. I got Tampa. Yeah, I, I think I think I'm going to roll with Tampa. I'm, I'm glad he's gone. He's probably going to come back in with a favor. But he's going to come back uh, in with a steel I, chair. I don't, I don't like what I, <laughs> I don't like what I've been seeing from Dak, man. And uh, hmm. I think the uh, <laughs> I think the Cowboys team is, is actually better. I think they're better than a lot of teams. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I I really believe you started saying that Dak is holding the Cowboys back as a joke, but it's the damn truth, man. Like he's throwing some balls that 
No, no, Absolutely no. Absolutely not be thrown. No, no, no. I mean, I was joking, but I was also dead serious. I really was. Right, right. Yeah, I, exactly. I, I, and, and, even though I know Cooper Rush isn't that guy, guy, but they play so much better. But they play so much discipline when he's out there. They just get too willy nilly with the pass attempts with that. And you see what he does when when they do that. He's he always holding them back. I, yeah, you know, and, it's, it's, a, it's a problem. Yeah, yeah, it is. So Nick, you got Tampa also. I got Tampa also, man. I, I I don't see the Cowboys being able to march into Tampa and knock off the goat. Right. Uh, you know, it, it, that's you know, I mean, obviously that that will put them potentially in line where we would play them uh, next week, where they would Tampa be coming to Philly, and I'm fine with that. But I don't see Dallas as the team to be able to knock them off, so I'm I'm riding with Tom. Okay. All right. So we're just gonna we started with Monday night. We'll work our way back. Uh, but but before we get into the rest of those playoff games, we gotta briefly talk about why. These playoff games, or uh, you know, is this the Ravens? Uh, T, your Ravens lost today to the to the Bengals, but again, no Lamar Jackson, not even the backup Huntley. You went with right. I don't even know his name, but he played, and again, you put up a good fight. Next week, now you got to do it again. Same team, same city in Cincinnati. The six seed against the three seed on a Sunday. Bengals Ravens. All right, we're gonna start with you, T. Uh, who, who you got in one? You know, it's, it's weird, uh, but I like my team's chances in this game. I say that because I'm just always a fan of being the underdog. Yeah. Most people are going to see how the Ravens season ended. They're going to see this last game, and, and they're not going to uh, they're not going to have any faith. And I don't know what the normal line, the, the money line, though, is going to look like, um, uh, you know, for Vegas yet. But nobody is going to have any faith in my Ravens. If Lamar comes back, they absolutely have a chance. The defense has gotten a lot better under Roquan Smith. I don't think that since he had that great of an offensive day today, uh, that they got one deep pass to um, Jamar um, Chase. Jamar Chase. Yeah, and uh, but but Baltimore has been very very locked down in the run game since Roquan Roquan got there. Yeah, and I think that that plus Lamar coming back uh, gives them a good chance to win that game. I would actually, I, I go on, on the limb now and say that the Ravens will beat them if Lamar plays. Mm-mm. Mm-mm, man. Okay. So, Terrence, you, you, you got Baltimore for the What would be your guess at, at, the, at the early line for that game? Guess? Yeah, what would you guess what the, the spread is for that game right now? Seven and a half. Mm. Jarvis? I'm going to say five and a half. Six and a half, Cincinnati. <laughs> we got it right in the middle. We We did. <laughs> We did. So yeah, that, so I'm looking at it now. They, they got it. They got it six and a half. Um, there's a, to, to an extent, I agree with you. I, I do. I can see where the element of having Lamar coming back, you know, provided that he doesn't, you know, show a lot of rust. Uh, which, it, it, you know, because of the style of game he plays, the fact that he's, you know, much more of a running quarterback, um, and that you know his the passing part of his offense is not necessarily predicated on a lot of timing and kind of that sort of thing. Uh, he can he can avoid rust to some extent, um, and so I think that I think that gives them a fighting chance. Uh, I also agree with you about Roquan Smith and the impact that he's had since he joined the team. I didn't watch the game, watch that game today. Uh, I imagine you know just kind of based on what I saw, you know, in terms of uh, you know the players they played, that they uh, you know really just kind of mailed it in for this one and wasn't going to affect playoff seating. And uh, you know they figured they probably see the same team again next week, so. Right. Uh, you know, no, you know, this this game didn't hold me wait, then just save it for the next one. And uh, so I, I look, I look forward to that game for sure. I'm definitely gonna make sure I'm in front of the TV for it. 
Uh, that one is on Sunday, Sunday night of next week. So that's that's fantastic. I'll definitely be in front of you for that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting as well, and uh, we'll get, definitely get to see a better matchup if Lamar returns than we did uh, on Sunday today uh, with that oh, game. Sure. But but again, I'm I, I, I so I'm so close to to going with Terrence Ravens as well be, for everything that he said. I've been saying it all season. It was going to be a team like the Ravens or Titans, and then the Titans fell off. And I said, well, you know, it could be the Ravens still. That's who I was leaning to it all along that they're going to kind of barely get into the playoffs even though they did clinch already but it's just like they, they don't look like uh, you know like damn are they really going to be a threat to anybody in the playoffs and then bam they get in and they just surprise everybody they go to buffalo i don't know why i keep having them going to buffalo winning but of course they got to beat cincinnati first then maybe they would go to buffalo i'm not sure how that'll work out yet you're, you're a six seed team so yeah you actually would no you would go to kc uh because you're the lowest seed probably if unless miami wins but Man, I don't know, man. Joe Burrow um, and those guys probably want to redeem themselves. They got some practice in today. So I say they would look at it like a scrimmage and they need to look at that. They get another look at that defense and maybe they can, you know, I don't know, get a refresher course, but they need to do better because that game, um, they didn't run away from that game like I expected them to without a Lamar Jackson. It's real tough for me, man, to go with Cincinnati, but I, I, I mean – I think me and Nick said Burrow and Chase would be the best duo, the best wide receiver quarterback tandem this season. I'm not sure if they were, but they did start to heat it up. Jamar Chase losing, uh, being out for like four or five weeks that that didn't help. Uh, uh, you know, that didn't help our case. But those guys are good together, and it's hard for me to say no uh, to the Bengals right now. But damn, I won't be surprised. It just all depends on Lamar and how healthy he is. And what's going on with the contract and if he's going to be a Raven next year or not. For some reason, I just still think this is going to be a divorce. I, I can also see Harbaugh retiring or sitting down for a while. They kept talking about his 15 seasons and how good they've been. Like, why are we talking about this like it's a farewell game or a farewell season? They're going to the postseason. I just want, I just, I just thought that was a bit awkward. <sighs> so I'm going to go with the Bengals. But, T, I will not be surprised if your Ravens pull it off. And if they do. I'll probably be picking them for the rest of the postseason. But I'm going to go ahead and take Cincinnati. Uh, just still got to ride with the hot hand. I mean, they they didn't look that good, but they hadn't lost in quite some time. Just, yeah. You know, they, they've kind of been rolling like my Niners, who we're going to get into here shortly. I'm going to go ahead and go with the Bengals, man. But it's, that's real tough just because and this is how special Lamar is. He changes the game. Yeah, yeah I don't know if I was clear about this. Sorry. I'm picking the Bengals to win the game. I'm just I'm looking forward to a good game. Okay. Um, okay. You know, you know, so I was, I was looking forward to a good game, assuming that Lamar is back. If Lamar's not playing. Right. Yeah, I, I don't think it looks good for the Ravens at all, obviously. Uh, right. But I'm picking the Bengals to win it regardless. Yeah. Hey, sorry, it, it, it might be safe to put a bid in with that now, because if they announce that he's playing, the the, the line might change. That's right. You sure are right. People hurry up and jump on the Baltimore Ravens if you think they could upset Cincinnati before yeah, they it, before yeah, they miss. If you're taking the Ravens. If you're taking the Ravens, take it early. If you if you're taking the Bengals, I would wait until they drop the line. Yeah, absolutely. I, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not taking. Well, the I was Ravens. talking to the smart people that are taking the Ravens. I'm not taking the Ravens, but I'm gonna take. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna take them before Lamar. Before they say Lamar's starting, just you know, I'm I always give myself a chance, you know, to win. So, uh, but anyway, yeah. So we got that one out of the way. Out of the way. Bengals, Ravens. We're going Bengals. Terrence, of course, is going with his Ravens. I do agree with T. Defense is looking good. It's looking real good. We'll see if they have another one of those meltdowns, though. It's hard to go against Joe Burrow 
when it comes down to a clutch moment because he showed last postseason that he's ready for the moment. And not saying Lamar isn't, but Joe's got some experience under his belt too now. And he's got some playoff. Absolutely. He actually has more playoff wins than Lamar Jackson now because he went he won three in a row and got to the Super Bowl. I don't think Lamar Jackson has three playoff wins, does he? Or he has right at that number. I'm not Two or three. sure. Two or three. And this is going to be big, and we'll see. Maybe he's well-rested and he's about to turn into Superman. We'll see. All right, so there's more games. Uh, on This coming weekend, we have – let's get to the nitty-gritty here. The Philadelphia Eagles, they're not playing this weekend. They're the number one seed. They got it locked up. But I just want to talk about the Eagles for a minute. They beat the Giants. We're going to get into the Giants in a minute. Right now, in a minute, they're going against the Vikings, and that's going to be an interesting game in Minnesota. But, Nick, I want to ask you, how do you feel about your Eagles? I know you're going to say the same thing Dwayne just said about his Cowboys, but let's hear it anyway. Your Eagles, they didn't look that good. I know there was going to be some rust with, you know, uh, Jalen Hurts a little bit, but, damn it, he only missed two games. It's not like he's been out half the season. How bad is that shoulder? Or is it nothing wrong with that shoulder and the Giants are just a little better than we thought or or, or what? I mean, they struggled to lock that number one up. I thought that if, if they were going to have to play him today, they, sh- they could have got it over with a few weeks ago. But they played him. They got the win on the list. How do you feel about your Eagles in this? They get the bye week. Maybe Jalen Hurts needs that week as well. But do you think this kind of will hurt them? You know, like the momentum and everything, it just kind of seemed to fade it away. No, I was perfectly fine with it. I I, I felt like we played a safe game. Um, you you can see on, even on a lot on the I think Jalen Hurts had like nine rush attempts, and on most of them he pretty much slid um, in situations where he otherwise probably would have you know tried to get get more yards. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it was just because you know we just went out there with the attitude, hey guys, let's get the win, let's get everybody back, everybody back in the locker room healthy, and you know let's get ready to get get another week off, get ourselves together, and uh, get ready for the playoffs. So. I wasn't, you know, bothered by the game. Uh, I felt like we came out with the energy we need to to kind of go ahead and, and create a little space. Um, the Giants made it somewhat interesting, but uh, but I felt like we would, you know, we would kind of hold on to it and get it done. So, uh, you know, I watched it. Uh, you know, I, I enjoyed seeing us win, obviously, but it wasn't one that I was I was really just kind of glued to just because I felt I felt fine about it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not, not to mention, I, I think I think if there was a there was a big problem with Jalen Hurts' shoulder. He wouldn't have thrown the ball 35 times. 35 attempts. Wow. Okay. He went 20 or 35, I, I will say that I really enjoy watching the Eagles run their offense. Uh, and, of course, it runs a, a zillion times better with Jalen Hurts in it than it did with Gardner Mitchell, bad shoulder or not. Yes. Um, I just think that they deserve the number one seed. To me, they've been uh, the best team all season, as Nick has, has, has constantly reminded us. Thank you, Nick, for that. Uh, so I was just glad that they were – able to bring him back, see that he can come in and play, and knock out the number one seed, albeit the Giants, a division opponent, were, uh, were, were pretty much resting essentially everybody. Um, and that was my only takeaway, which is I just really love to see them run the offense. As good as they are on defense, I just think that they just, they just run smart 
sensible, like practical plays. They don't try to do too much. Yeah. Uh, everything is within the flow. They have a very, very rhythm uh, timing type offense, and they just run it perfectly to me. Uh, at Jalen Hurts' decision making and his throwing ability, because I don't think he gets enough credit for it. He, he's made some very good throws. I mean, he drops the whole thing into AJ. He, he threw one today to AJ Brown, one on one coverage, and just put it in a perfect spot for AJ Brown to be able to turn around and snatch it out of the air. Yeah. You know, you can say it's you can say it's just throwing it up, but you know, ball placement is everything, and he is very very good at that. So I think the Eagles are fine. I, I mean, I know that today the Giants were playing reserves, but you got to keep in mind that these are guys that are fighting for their careers out there. And then a lot of times you have guys that they're, you know, playing for, for their lives, essentially, um, playing for their careers and, and, and the dreams, um, you know, they're going to play extremely hard and they can't be underestimated. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, this is what I think. Uh, and I could be wrong. I've told you all season long that the Eagles is something about them. I don't know. If they're going to be the 2004 Eagles, where they go all the way to the Super Bowl, win or lose, or if they're going to be the 2017 Eagles, go all the way and win the whole damn thing, or if they're going to be just one and done. And I don't know when the last time they've done that, but I'm sure they have. Uh, so well, let's let's look at their uh, the possibilities of who they might play. I'm gonna get I'm giving to you right now. If, okay. If they if 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 the Niners win on Saturday. If the Giants pull off the upset against the Vikings, which they very well could do, it's going to be the Vikings at a six seed that's going to go to Philly, and we're going to do this all over again. Uh, now, again, if the Vikings handle their business, then that's cool. Then the Vikings are coming to San Fran, and um, we would have the Dallas Cowboys or Buccaneers going to Philly. And I'm going to be honest with you still. I love Dallas and especially Tampa because that's the GOAT his chances in Philly. Uh, and he's kind of been the Eagles kryptonite. I think he ended their season last season, and I think he'll do it again this year. Uh, I, I think the Eagles are reeling. I think that uh, they fought too hard to get that win, and uh, I, I think it was kind of a struggle. And against a backup Giants team, because they did not have all their starters, or most of them were not playing, they had nothing to play for, and they still barely got it. Uh, they're going to see a much better defense than that with whoever comes in, whether it's Tampa Bay, Dallas, or Minnesota. Uh, but, again, if it's going to be the Niners, it won't be until the championship weekend, and I'm just not for sure if the Eagles will still be hanging around when we get there. That's just my two cents. The Eagles don't look as good as they did the first 11 weeks of the season. They just don't. Something's something's not right. The secondary not looking as good. We were bragging about them earlier in the year. They're not looking as good. The run stop. It's the run. They're not stuffing the run still. It's still. I'm not saying it's a huge problem, but it's still a problem. And uh, that's just my two cents on it, man. I don't think the Eagles are as good as they were. And I, I, Nick, does not have the right to say that he has the best team on his podcast anymore because he doesn't. I have the best team on this podcast. The San Francisco freaking 49ers, who we're about to get to in a minute, on a 10 straight victory lap and counting, and they're playing with their third quarterback. The Eagles can't win without their quarterback at all. He had to come back to save the day. Um, I'm trying to make sure I see this correctly. I'm looking at this uh, NFL playoff bracket, mm -hmm. and I see the 49ers have a game to play, and they have a two by their name. Yeah, they're and number the two. Don't have a game to play. That's and a, they have a one by their name. Hey, you're absolutely right. But let me explain why we're number two, Mr. St. Nick. It is because, and this is the good thing, 
everybody was pretty healthy for the most part of the season, especially your Eagles. My Niners were banged up all season long. All season long. Somebody was out. We've gotten healthy at the right time. But we were not healthy all season long. We lost a game that we shouldn't have lost to Denver. Jimmy Garoppolo was the problem. We lost a game uh, in a monsoon with Trey Lance, who you never had any faith in, Nick. And now we're playing with Brock Purdy, our third quarterback. But we've lost games like Denver, as I just stated, Atlanta. That, you know, those are games that we shouldn't have lost. But we were banged up, and we had Jimmy Garoppolo. That's the reason why we're two and not one. And I don't want the number one seed for it, for what it's worth because I didn't, I didn't want the momentum to stop. We're, we're rolling right now, and screw a week off. Uh, we're, we're, we're fairly healthy. We, we've got a few guys out, but it's not like it was. We're okay. I'm comfortable. And I'm in a good spot. And I think I'm in a better situation than you are because all the pressure's on you guys, not on the Niners. We're number two, but at the same time, if we lose to Seattle or whoever else out to Seattle, I'm just gonna tell you, man, it was our third quarterback. What did you what did you expect? But if we do it, it's like, man, y'all just lost to a third string quarterback, dude. That's it. Uh, but my that's my take on the Eagles. I think you're one and done. It's over with for you, Nick. It's been so nice. You think, we, you think we're gonna lose to the winner of either the Giants in Minnesota or Dallas in Tampa. I do. Now you got a better ch- you, you got a better chance. Be? You got a better chance if the Giants come come to you now. Don't get me wrong, but that's still a division game and you got to watch that. Did you did you so, sweep did you sweep the Giants? You would have to beat the Giants a third time and I told you about that. It's not easy. Now I know my team is about to attempt to right, do that y'all on Saturday. Beat the third time, but actually it's also pretty good. We do, but the Seahawks are they better than the Giants though? I think they played each other this season too. I don't. I don't remember who won, but uh, hey, they don't have Saquon Barkley. Uh, that's for certain. I think the Giants. Yeah, I think. I think that's why they're the six seed. Yeah, they're the six I seed. Think, I, I, think, I think the Giants won the tiebreak. Okay. Okay. So the Giants are better than the Seahawks, and it's a division game for you. Now, again, what I say about beating a team three times in a season, it is tough. But last season, man, that was the Rams. We beat them twice, and we needed to beat them a third time. They were stacked, and they were a Super Bowl team. The Actually, Seahawks I'm, are I'm not. Wrong. The Seahawks beat the Giants 27 to 13. The Giants just actually ended up with a better record. Oh, okay. Okay. So Seattle did beat them. All right. All right. But look, either way, I think. The Giants had that tie. They went 9 7 and 1. And yeah. Seattle was 9 and 8. Yeah. Well, the 9 and 7 and 1, that's why, yeah, that helped that tie. Yeah. As it always does. I, I just think that the Giants can give y'all hell. I think they still can give you a good, they got a good shot. But I really love Dallas or Tampa Bay's chances in, 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 in Philly. <laughs> I really do. And I'm not saying that you can't beat both of them. You're supposed to, but you're not looking the way you look when I was praising you all and saying, hey, man, I, I can't debate it. I could not debate or argue with you at that time. But now they don't quite look like that team. And they're nothing without Jalen Hurts. And how could they be the best team or ta- the most talented team from top to bottom if you can't win without your starting quarterback? I know that's not easy for a lot of teams to do. However, there is a team in the NFC in this league that has been doing that, not with the starting quarterback, not with the backup quarterback, but with the last pick of the NFL draft this past season. The Cowboys did it with Cooper Rush for five games, too. Yeah, but they ain't do it for 10. Well, I don't know how many Purdy has won, but it's it's just as many as Cooper Rush, and he's better than Cooper Rush. Let's be for real. And uh, these are some tough opponents that we played also in this 10-game stretch where the 
the Cowboys, let's be real, when they were winning those games, they weren't really playing any tough competition. And they oh, y'all the first game of the weekend, too. Yeah, we are. Let's get it over with. Get it over with. the first game of the weekend. Yes, yeah, right. Let's get it over with. And I'm glad because, well, I, because I'm going to be busy Sunday evening, so I'm glad we're playing Saturday. It's going to be crazy if it ends up being a real long weekend for you. Really? <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm just saying, I'm just saying I mean, you know, you you tell us that, you know, it's tough to beat a team three times in the season. Yeah, it so is. It is, but I, I still like my chances better this season doing it to Seattle than I did last year doing it to the Rams. I, I, that's that's all. I'm not saying it won't happen. I've been saying it all season. It can happen. It's hard for this. To, the Titans did that to the Jaguars in 99. Uh, they, uh-huh. beat, they beat the Jaguars three times in that same season. They had to play them again for a third time in the AFC Championship game, and they, they pulled it off before losing to the Rams in the Super Bowl. I don't know who else has done it and how long that's been, but I do recall that 99 season, and that's a long time ago, though. So, yeah, but I still think we can do it in Seattle. I'm not scared of Seattle. It's just a Pete Carroll thing. It's still a division game. But in the end, whoever goes to Philly on that first playoff game that you guys have, I don't I don't really know if you're gonna pull it off. I don't. Uh now let's move on to the the uh the because the Eagles are not playing this weekend. But the the, Vi- the, 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 Vi- the Vikings and the Giants are playing, and the Giants, we just talked about them. Do you guys like the Giants' chances in Minnesota? If they win, they're probably going to go to Philly if we take care of our business. So the Giants rested their guys. They got some rest. Now they go to Minnesota. Minnesota just came out of Chicago playing in the cold. They got a good win. but um, And they played for about two or three quarters to seal the deal. We talked about the Vikings, and then we kind of laid off for the Vikings. They've took some losses and they've took some some beatdowns when they did lose, but when they win, boy, is it exciting. They put up points. They don't give up. It's you gotta fight them to the very end. But the Giants are in the playoffs, and Brian Dabble is uh, probably a candidate for coach of the year just for doing what he did with that roster. Uh, this is where people have to stop overlooking coaching because sometimes it can't outweigh the talent. Let's start with you, Terrence. Vikings, you know, I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm actually um, the Vikings bother me because of not because they're not a good team. I think they they have a lot of good players for sure, but the, some of the losses they've had is like when they lose, they get beat down. Um, yeah, I think the Giants are going to come into this game rested, yeah, and they're going to come come into this game very much thinking that they can win. And, I'm, and I am, I don't want to make it a habit of picking our underdogs, but I'm going to take the Giants in this one. I just, I just don't trust the Vikings. Man, T is feeling froggy tonight. He is jumping on feeling all of froggy, these, jumping all over these, jumping underdogs. all over these underdogs, man. <laughs> all right, get you some money too, man. Get you some money then, because that Believe those it. are some good pluses, man. Nick, what you think? I, I'm leaning hard towards uh, picking us to have to play the Giants in a couple of weeks, and so therefore picking the Giants to win this game. Wow. Mm. Okay. Am I actually gonna let, pull let, the trigger on? Let's let's keep in mind now the Vikings do have Justin Jefferson who could get a good deal, fifty, maybe two hundred yards. But again, we yeah, know we, again we know that that doesn't necessarily mean they'll get the win, but he's probably still gonna ball out. Let's not forget that. And and Cousins has demons to shake in the playoffs too, so that and that's kinda and that's another thing I'm always like, okay, is is Kirk Cousins which Kirk Cousins is gonna show up? Yeah. You know, it's gonna be a prime time game, obviously it's the playoffs now. Which Kirk Cousins is gonna show up? Hmm. And I, when has when has playoff Kirk Cousins ever shown up? Well, for uh, to make a perfect playoff picture for me, 
I should be picking the Vikings because I'm okay with the Vikings winning because they come to my team and then my team will handle the Vikings like I'm sure they will. And it would be nice to play the Seahawks and the Vikings. That's, you know, some some good tune-up fights before we get ready for the big one if we go to Philly or Dallas or wherever it may be or Tampa. But, man, I think the Giants could pull this off too. I, I, I hope we're not – I hope it doesn't seem like we're disrespecting the Vikings because – we like the Vikings, and we love uh, we I, love I Justin like Jefferson. Yeah, we love yeah. we love Jefferson. I think they have a, I don't think they have a bright future in their future, and and as far as I know, their future could be right now. It could be. Uh, but the way they the way they lost games just just bothers me. So and, until I can see them get past getting beat by thirty and forty points, sometimes yeah, I'm, I'm going to roll with the Giants. I'm gonna go ahead and roll with them too, man, with a clean sweep here, and that's basically because the Vikings screwed up. They had the two seed, and they they blew it, and we took it from them. And basically all they had to do was beat the Packers, a team who was not in the postseason, and they didn't get the job done on the road. And they got beat down. And they got beat down to a team that's not in the postseason. So we're going to roll with the Giants for the upset. I will not be surprised if the Giants pull off the upset victory and then go to Philly and do it again. Taking the New York Giants, Brian Dabble. Hi, we're going to keep it pushing. The 49ers are playing the Seahawks. Um, guys, the 49ers – Thump the Cardinals today, as they should have, even though that defense kind of worries me sometimes with uh, the big plays that they'll give up sometimes in the air when Bosa doesn't get to the quarterback, even though he did it about 18, 19 times, and I almost broke the franchise record, but didn't quite get there. But that's neither here nor there. They gave J.J. Watt two sacks for his farewell as he's retiring. That's cool. Glad you enjoyed. Good career, though, J.J., great career. Hall of Famer, no doubt. So the Cardinals are done. We beat them down, and now we move on. Number two seed is locked up. Seattle's coming to town now that they're in. Thanks to the Detroit Lions, Seahawks got life. Pete Carroll, Geno Smith, and all of those guys. Start with you, Nick. Who do you have on Saturday, the first wild card game of the week? Do I want to take? I'm not going to do it. I'm going to take the 49ers. I, I do expect it to be a club, much closer game than what the, uh, what the spread currently shows. It's got uh, San Francisco as a 10-point favorite at home for that game. I think that's a big number. Uh, I could I could very easily see this being a, a field goal to five-point game. I think, we beat him, I think we beat him by more than 10 both times we played him, though. But, okay. Yeah, I mean, that's, uh, that's great. I, I don't <laughs> want to sound too much like Nick here, but uh, I'm pretty much going to roll with the same thing here. I don't – I don't see a situation where Seattle actually pulls a win out, but I do see them making it a tough, ugly game. Uh, and we might have to see Purdy come out and actually take a game away. I think they, he's pretty much played with, play with a lead for the most part of the season. But I do believe that at some point, Purdy is going to have to uh, come out and, and, and go take a game from somebody. This might be the game. And, and, I'm, and I'm not saying that there's going to be some breakdowns, but Jarvis, you talked about the big passing games through the air. I just think that at some point, uh, DK Metcalf has to kind of re-enter that that top five, top ten wide receiver conversation uh, that he's conveniently left out of, and rightfully so, because I don't I don't think he's having the time of his life like he was kind of in, in the early days with Russell Wilson. Yeah. But uh, but that guy's athletic skill is just too much for him to be as forgotten about as he's been over in Seattle. Even with them being in the playoffs, we. I don't think we've talked about DK Metcalf one one time this season. Nah, we so, have. So uh, look, really. look for some look for some reminders. Look for some deep balls to DK. Uh, Jalen Ramsey kind of held him in check a little bit today. And um, Travarius you know, Ward. I don't, I don't, 
No, go ahead. Yeah, I don't think that'll continue. I think we will get some big plays out of DK uh, next week. Okay. Well, our, our number one corner that we got from KC, from the Chiefs uh, this season, Chavarius Ward, he's been pretty good. And in his two games against Seattle, he's pretty much kept DK in check. So if if he's going to do it, he's going to have to do it on Ward. Um, and, again, a third time is a charm. It could be. But, uh, yeah, I'm yeah. taking my Niners, of course. Um, again, a little nervous just because we don't play as good at home. We always get out to these slow starts and, and whatnot. But, man, it's playoffs, and we're pumped, and I think they're ready and they're excited. And they know what they know what the goal is. They know what the main goal is, and that's that Super Bowl chip. Not even just to get there, but to win it. And uh, Bosa's going for the bag. He, he had a great season. He's going to get that bag. But I think he's going to put the exclamation point on it in this postseason. And really, with some of the issues that we do have in our secondary, he's going to have to do that. But I, I have no doubt that he will. And um, of course, I'm taking the, I'm taking my Niners to win this game. Bang bang, Niner game. And to say, and, 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 and one more thing, Terrence was saying about what he was alluding to about Brock Purdy uh, and, and, you know, him having that game where he's going to have to win it for him. I would be saying the same thing, T. I would agree with you if we had not just seen him do that last week. Even though that game wasn't that meaningful, it got us the number two seed with the win, and we yeah. were able to keep that locked down today. But he did face adversity last week. There were times when we were down. We were down 10 at one point. He came back, brought the team back, put him on his back, really, because the defense, that was a letdown. We were bad last week on defense. We, we cleaned it up a little bit, but there's still some things that need to be all the way clean. Like, I don't need to see a stain come next week. But that's neither here nor there. The uh, 49ers offense averaging 32 a game now because of Brock Purdy. And that adversity that we needed him, that we needed, that I needed to see him, you know, face and overcome – which I really didn't doubt it, he did it. So I'm not worried about it at all. I think that he will beat the Seahawks. Hell, I'm, I'm, hell I think he could beat Philly right now. But, again, <laughs> again, we have to get to Philly if, if that, you know, if it comes to that. Yeah, I got the numbers, though. As a reminder, uh, the 49ers beat the Seahawks uh, in week three, 27-7. to 7. That was the game in which Trey Lance got hurt. Yeah. And Jimmy, Jimmy G came off the bench and led in the victory there. Yeah, and then, man. again, and then again, in week, what was this, 15, uh, they beat the Seahawks 21-13. to 13. Mm. Uh, Brock Purdy went for 217 yards mm. and two touchdowns in that game. Okay, a little closer in Seattle. I remember that. It was on a Thursday night. Uh, yeah, just, just a few weeks back. Uh, yeah, okay, 21-13. Got you. But... And that, that, was, that was the division clincher. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, look. Hey, I'm not saying we'll beat them by 10. I don't care if we beat them by 9 as long as we win. But I do think we will get the win. Uh, I'll let you all decide on what you want to do with that spread. Okay, so we're going to keep it moving. Uh, again, the 49ers are the most dangerous team in the league right now. I don't know if anybody wants to argue with that or not. We can. But I think the Niners are the most dangerous team going into this postseason. And if you're listening, everybody's saying, watch out for them Niners. Now, that does worry me a little bit because when they get to talking about us in mainstream media that good, we usually fall flat on our face. But – this year, it just seems to be something that I can't quite put my finger on, and I don't want to jinx it, so I won't say it yet. Hopefully, I'll be doing yeah. it after the second Sunday of February. Yeah, I'm going to get that title to the Cincinnati Bengals, honestly. Or first Sunday of February, I mean. You're going to do what now? As far as, as far as the most dangerous team in the playoffs, I'm going to get it to the Cincinnati Bengals. I mean, who looked more dangerous today, us or the Bengals? Mm, I mean, that, and that's fair, but y'all also played the Cardinals. Oh, okay. All right, all right. Uh, let's see. Uh, I'm going to 
Let's see here. Uh, so who did the Bengals? Who did the Bengals beat last week? I don't know who they beat last week. Okay, okay. Uh, last last week was the Bills thing. Was the Demar Hamlin thing? Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Of course. Yeah, and I think they were going to beat Buffalo. All right. Uh, I won't say nothing. The Bengals and the Forty Nine ers. I also think they was going to beat Buffalo. That's a scary ass team. Have to have to see coming. I, I, I did, and and yeah, good luck to you. But they they have a good D though. And, and here's my thing though. I've said all along. Watch out. The Bengals and the Niners are winning together. They they're doing a lot of things together this season. I have said that, and uh-huh. you know that that's probably going to continue out the wild card weekend. But we will see. Uh, but I still think my Niners, not being biased, I think they're still the hottest uh, going in. And again, this is the third quarterback uh, that we've started this season. Who else we got? We did quite a few of these playoff games. Okay, more AFC games. I think we might have covered. All the NFC games, we did Dallas and Tampa Bay. We just talked San Francisco and Seattle. We've already talked about uh, the Giants and Vikings. So, yeah, let's move on back to the AFC. And we have the Dolphins, who got the win, even though the Steelers won as well. Shout out to Mike Tomlin. He still doesn't have a losing season in Pittsburgh as a head coach. We knew he would do it. I know I've been saying he would do it. But he still didn't get in because those doggone Dolphins found a way with their third-string quarterback because they didn't have Tua or Bridgewater, and they beat the Jets. Robert Salah, man, if he gets – and the word is he's looking for Jimmy Garoppolo, Derek Carr, but, of course, Lamar Jackson is their number one prime free agent if he becomes a free agent, or they will be making phone calls. But that was the report that came out earlier today from Bleacher Report. Excuse me. That – the, the Jets are not BSing around next season. And they've got the defense, and they're not far away. <laughs> These guys aren't bad on offense either. They just need a quarterback. So, anyway, they played a good game, but the Dolphins got the win at home. Now they, the Dolphins go to Buffalo. This is the third time that they will play another division game in Wild Card Weekend. But the Buffalo Bills, man, as good as they are offensively, they still don't run the ball that much. Not enough. They're still suspect on the defense. You can you can run the ball on them. How do you see this game turning out? And the Dolphins, if they run the ball more, they would be so much better. Mike McDaniel, you've got to pick up the phone and call Kyle. As good as your team is and the speed that you have, I think sometimes he loses focus on that with the Waddle and Tyreek Hill. He just seems to lose focus. He, he also has Mostert in the backfield, and he can run. And he did run with some determination today. Dolphins, Bills. Terrence, who you got? I'm rolling with the Beatles. I just think that the um, and I know we've got a lot of division games in the playoffs. This might be yeah, might be the most. This might be the most division games we've ever had in like the first round of the playoffs. It's quite a few. Uh, but there's just there's just too many questions at quarterback uh, for the Dolphins. And and to me, to uh, beat the Bills, you are going to have to be at your best. They do get a little careless with the ball sometimes. I think Josh had a uh, Josh Allen had a pick today, if I'm not mistaken, but. The throws he made down the stretch uh, to kind of put it away was just just remarkable. So I, I don't I don't think that uh, uh, Miami has they, they if they're not going to have Tua they're not going to have a healthy Tua. Uh, just an okay Bridgewater is not going to be enough. <laughs> and I just think they have too many <laughs> have too many questions at quarterback right now. They should also be in a quarterback market this offseason. season. And I know that probably sounds a little callous given what we saw from Tua. Mm. This year and, and and the way he played, uh, I would I would love to see Tua back in Miami. However, they have to at least look around and say, "Hey, listen, we need somebody that's going to be there." 
Uh, you got somebody that had three or four concussions this year. That's not something you can 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 to me. That's not something you can can bank your whole franchise on because if they don't if they don't get the quarterback situation right. Uh, you know they're wasting a very big investment in Tyreek Hill and Waddle and 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 uh, Mostert and mm-hmm. this team right and right now is is in a very good situation where they are literally a consistent quarterback play away and I think two was great this year he just hasn't been there. Yeah. Uh, so they just need somebody that's going to be good and somebody that's going to be there. So you know, hey, maybe the Aaron Rodgers trade or the Derek Carr trade or you know, hey, Tom Brady. I'm sure he's a free agent. He would love to be in Miami. Uh, you know, sources say that <laughs> hey. he probably wanted to be there a little bit earlier. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's you know, probably why they wouldn't let him go there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, just just for this game, I, I just I don't think they're going to have enough from the quarterback position. Gotcha. Uh, Nick, before you give that answer, do you know if two is playing? Or are they not saying yet? They, no, no, they don't know yet. Okay. All right. Well, and, and and because of that, and even if he was playing, I think I'd probably still go this way. But because of that, I'm definitely going to take the Bills uh, for the win. They're opening as an 11-point favorite right now. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's the biggest line that I've seen, that, and I, I'm not necessarily opposed to taking it. Uh, I think I'll probably wait until hopefully two it does get announced to play. So that it comes down a bit, and then I would take it. Um, but I, I, I see the Bills winning this one, and probably winning it relatively convincingly. Hmm. I'll take Buffalo as well. Yeah, just too many. Yeah. Well, guys, let me ask you this, and, I, and let me ask you this, and I don't, I don't want to prolong uh, everything too much. But given what we've seen in the past few weeks, the past couple of weeks, well, this week it was all one week prep. Um, with the situation that was the Bills and, and, the, and the Bengals, you know, of course, that, that particular injury. Yeah. Um, do you guys think that the Dolphins may have to look at two and say, hey, we don't want to see anything anywhere near what we saw in Buffalo and Cincinnati to have a seat. We'll play with what we have. Do I think they should or do I think they will? I, I don't know if I heard the question. Both. Both. If you're the GM, would you do it and do you think they'll do it? Hmm. I, 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 I definitely don't think they will. I can say that. I, I mean, if if he doesn't play, it's going to be because he, you know, he doesn't pass concussion protocol. So I don't, I don't think they w- will. Do I think they should? Hmm. I, I don't think it'd be the wrong thing to do. I think it may be over cautious to some. Um, should, should the league should the league step in at some point and say, "Hey, this is the max number of concussions you can have in the season and still continue the season"? Mm. May, may, maybe they should, but then again, you know, they just be complaining like the Bengals are doing right now about something totally different, of course. But yeah, uh, they be complaining that, "Hey, man, look, we we're trying to win a playoff game here." But um, it's a good question, T. But I I don't think they will. Uh, agreeing with Nick on that, and as far as if they should or not, it it really just depends. You know, on on how well or not he is. If he can't go, no, hell no, don't go. Playoff game or not, this is his 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 health is way more important. Although I don't know if they give a damn about that, but that's what I would be saying if I'm the general manager. But if he can go, it's the playoffs. Let's go. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, you just listen to your medical people. Yeah, but in the end, whether he does or not, I still got to take Buffalo, even though. I can see Tua coming in here slinging that thing. You know, uh, he needs to redeem himself from the last game he played. But since that's the last way we saw him, like three picks, three major picks, uh, yeah, I'm going to still roll with Buffalo, even though uh, I don't think Buffalo gets to the Super Bowl like 
everybody still thinks they will. But yeah, we'll I'll take Buffalo as well. That's a clean sweep there. Now let's move into this Charger playoff game. They're going to Jacksonville, and um, I know that's where T. Hold on, hold on Jar- Jar- Jarvis. The, okay. the conspiracy theorist in you doesn't see Buffalo making the Super Bowl this season. Uh huh. No, I don't see anything of it. Nah, that's just me. Now, are you talking about the Demar thing or? Yeah, uh, considering recent events and all that, that that doesn't. No. And then you know, of course, no, it's it come a, out today. No, it was, and it was a feel good happy week. Kickoffs. Nah, they, they that was it was a feel good happy week. They did it. They got their they got their love. They showed it back today. That was it. That was the end of that. Uh, now it's time to play football, and I don't think that they will get the job done when it matters the most. I think they will beat the Dolphins. I don't know if it'll be as easy as some of you may think, but if two is playing, I mean. But yeah, I think they get the win. But no, I don't see anything. I don't have any theory about the Bills being in the Super Bowl. I don't know who's going to be in the Super Bowl in the AFC. To be honest with you. I just thought that this whole Tom Brady thing, if this is his last season, he's going to win a Super Bowl. But, again, he's looked bad, he's looked okay, and then he's looked bad again. So, you would think he won't do that, but, man, again, I ain't got nothing to say, no comment. I hope my team wins the Super Bowl. But uh, we'll see. I don't see anything okay. I don't see anything for Buffalo, though. I don't. And, uh, again, I told you what I had. I told you how I felt about Buffalo after Von Miller went down. As good as they are. They need him for Patty Mahomes. He was the guy that they were going to need to say, hey, we need one stop. Let's get it. What you got? He was going to be able to pull that out of his ass. Uh, without him, I don't think they're going to have enough if they meet up in that championship. Now, the Chargers, they play the Jaguars in Jacksonville. We're going to try to hurry up and run through this and finish it up, guys. But there's an interesting injury that happened on uh, Sunday with Mike Williams. He has a lower back injury. He probably won't be ready for Sunday, Saturday, Saturday night uh, in Jacksonville, in Duval County. Guys, we'll start with Terrence first. Do you think this hurts the uh, Chargers, or do you say, nah, they still they still got it under control? Because, again, Justin Herbert did win some games this season without Keenan Allen and might have been without Mike Williams also. But they, but, still- but they didn't look good. But they didn't. Okay, give me your they take. Didn't give me, good. give me they your didn't, take. They didn't look good without Keenan Allen, and, and when Mike Williams went down, they definitely didn't look good. Okay. So, um, that first game is Jacksonville, right? Yes, sir. Ooh, you know what? Ooh, Jacksonville beats them addressing my Mike Williams in Duval County. Okay, Terrence is Jacksonville on. Beats them Terrence is on these upsets. You think, Mike, you think Mike? You think Mike Williams could be really be the difference in that game? I, I just think there's a level of comfort. Um, for the offense that they don't have when they don't have both of those receivers in there because and, I, and somebody else mentioned this I want to say it was uh, Acho is that his name from Fox Sports mm-hmm. that Emmanuel so, um, Acho yeah yeah yes that Herbert has had the, the very good distinct pleasure of having two very good receivers now, two actually, receivers that are he's actually got like four he's probably got about right, four but, yeah but two of them are number ones, yeah. like legit right. number ones right. on anybody's team. Right. Um, and without that, he kind of comes back to the rest of, of the league as far as um, production-wise. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I just don't think that their offense works well without those guys. Because, listen, Herbert is still a young QB. It's not like he's, you know, an eight-year veteran or something. Uh, he's still a very, very young QB. And, 
not having your best receiver is not something you want to have for a young QB in the playoffs. On the road, by the way. Uh, so I am going to roll with Jacksonville if Mike Williams is not there. Now, if Mike Williams is there, I'll take Jacksonville. I mean, I'll take uh, I'll take the Chargers, and I think they'll be just fine. Another upset, another upset pick by Terrence Smith here on the Great Debate Show. Nick, who you got? Is is just still right, there, Nick? Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm there. I'm there. I'm there. Um, I'm I'm gonna disagree with Terrence on this. I, I think I'm gonna roll with the Chargers either way. Um, I think it was definitely a big step forward for the Jaguars to find a way to get to the postseason this year. Um, but I feel like it's more the Chargers' time to take their next step forward. Um, and they, I think it's just their their time in that in that kind of learning progression um, when it comes to you know a young team and a young quarterback. Uh, obviously, the Chargers do have a few more veterans, particularly on the offensive side of the ball, than the uh, than the Jaguars do. Uh, you know, with Mike Williams if he does play, uh, Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler, those guys, and so. Um, I'm going to roll with the Chargers. Um, obviously, their defense as well is uh, is pretty solid. And, and the Jaguars' defense isn't bad either, but uh, I just got a little more faith in the Chargers being able to pull it off. Yeah, I'm going to roll with you, Nick, on that one. I got the Chargers as well. Here's my thing. they did. He did play some games, Herbert, that is, without Mike Williams, I believe. And we know Keenan Allen was out for some time. But they still – I don't know about that team as far as the offense, you know, having a comfort zone without, yeah, you know, so with him. When, they, they literally seem to, when they – yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, 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 you're good. I, I, I'm just, I was just going to state that that Palmer guy is still pretty good. And there's another guy also that made plays, and it's like, man, these guys just – they, they just guy, keep – They, they got just, weapons. They just seem like – yeah, they got weapons, man. They just – they keep going, you know. So, uh, I think that even without Mike Williams – just for this game, I'm not saying they, they can go to the AFC Championship without them, but for this game here, I like their chances in Jacksonville. Let's be honest, Jacksonville they won the AFC South, but it was the AFC South. If we're gonna say that we don't, if we don't, if we're gonna say that we don't trust the Buccaneers to do anything because of how bad they were in a bad NFC South, then we've got to throw the same thing back to Trevor Lawrence, even though he's a young. I mean, the Jaguars, even though Trevor Lawrence is a young, good quarterback, and he has emerged, he's here. He's letting us know that. But I think what him and Doug Peterson did was let us know that they have arrived and they will be here next year and beyond. But for now, winning the AFC South, they've already kind of overachieved for this season. I think that's it for them. Justin Herbert needs this playoff win, and so does the head coach Brandon Staley because there's a guy named Sean Payton that's licking his chops right now. He's looking at Dallas. He's listening to Denver, and I'm sure he doesn't. he's not thinking about Carolina. But that Charger job and that Cardinal job are the first two jobs that they said he was eyeing. Kingsbury's about to be out of there first thing in the morning, I'm sure. The fact that he made it this far is just astonishing. I agree. And I think that they need this win more than the Jaguars, and I think that Staley needs this win because if he doesn't get this win, playoff appearance or not, I still think he should be in the hot seat just because – You've been there a couple of years already, and I think you needed to get to the postseason, but now you need to win one, too. I think getting to the postseason was a must. He had to do that to keep his job. I think he still needs to win it. I think they do. I'm taking the Chargers. Justin Herbert. Uh, these are some great quarterbacks in the AFC, and I'm glad that I don't have to deal with them until hopefully the Super Bowl only. But Justin well, Herbert, listen, uh, I have to go with him. Yeah. Um uh, Winning a playoff game is not the not the safest thing to do in, in the charge. We've we've seen them fire a coach that was fourteen and two, and 
Oh. I think he went to the AFC Championship that, that year. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> that might not that might that might not save him still. If there's a coach they want, they'll go and get it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That was Noah Turner, that's, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, uh, Schottenheimer. Oh, Schottenheimer. Okay, yeah, got you. All right, so um, okay, so I think we've covered most of the AFC games. Who are we missing? We just we just did Buffalo, and um, no, not Buffalo because they're not playing. I mean, yes, they are. We did Buffalo already, though. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Buffalo, Miami. Buffalo, Miami. Yeah. Buffalo, Miami. Yeah, that's, 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 all, that's all the games for next weekend. That's um, it. That's it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Good stuff. So uh, now the schedule. Uh, if if Nick, if you're looking at it. Uh, Facebook Live, YouTube Live. Actually, I, I can have it here because I'm about to go ahead and shut it down on the on the live social media. Um, we we we've, we've we've given them a good almost 90 minutes. We appreciate uh, everyone that tuned in. Thank you for watching. We'll be back to talk about who's gonna win these playoff games on Super Wild Card Weekend. It's gonna be uh, hopefully some good football to watch, and uh, we will definitely be here to talk about it. All right, now keeping it pushing. Um, well, that's really about it. The Brooklyn Nets, I did want to say quickly that the Brooklyn Nets are on a roll. Kevin Durant might have gotten injured a little bit, but I don't think it's serious. But my Brooklyn Nets, who I picked to win the East, they're looking pretty good. And um, they're catching up to the Boston Celtics. And can't wait to see how that goes. I would love to be right to see the Nets and the Warriors in the uh, finals. The Warriors, of course, they, they're kind of up and down, but Steph's out of the lineup. So what do you expect? Uh, but again... Uh, that was just a little NBA, you know, that I wanted to throw out there about the Nets. Guys, do you all have anything else uh, outside of the, the football games or anything else you want to touch on with, with the football games or anything we might have left out? Uh, I mean, I think tomorrow morning will be interesting to see which coaches get the axe. I'm sure there will be some surprising ones. Also, of note today, people were talking about who was the difference. Well, whose fault was it? Was it uh, Russell Wilson's or uh, Nathaniel Hackett's fault that the Denver Broncos offense is so terrible. Well, Nathaniel Hack is not there. The Broncos had a pretty good day offensively today, so just throwing it out there. They did. <laughs> yep, they did. They won a uh, close one, but they beat a playoff team, the Chargers, who were going to the postseason. And they played all of the starters, I believe, for the most part, and they still didn't get the win. That's why Mike Williams got hurt. And that's why Mike Williams got hurt. That was not a good move, Staley. Sean Payton's waiting. He's waiting to get that job. That's the one that I think that he would take over any other job if it became available before he jumped on Denver. I mean, as good as Denver sounds him with Russell Wilson, and they do have a solid defense, my thing is how do you pass up on Justin Herbert being young and all that talent that he has? I think he actually has more talent than Russell Wilson. That defense now, it could be better, but they just always seem to be nicked up. But you still got Derwin James. You still get, you still have uh, Khalil Mack and Bosa. Uh, Bosa needs to stay healthy a, a, a little more, though. But uh, other than that, I think the Chargers get the win. And, uh, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Super super wild card weekend. It's, it's going to be fun. And, um, hey, we're at that part now to where it's no who you got next week. It's no react or relax. Mm-mm. It's win or go home, damn it. And that's it. And this is what it's all about. Where for that big grand prize, the Vince Lombardi Trophy, can't wait to see how it's gonna go. Uh, that's pretty much all I got. Um, uh, another another win for the Niners, ten straight, and it feels good to have the best team on this podcast right now. <laughs> bang bang! This this podcast is gonna be so much fun to do next week. 
it's the Niners lose. It's gonna be uh, this is gonna be the best. The next three to four weeks is gonna be the best episodes in great de- in the great debate show history because we finally get it. Like Nick wasn't in the postseason last year, but like a week, and you know, like I went to the bathroom and came back, and the Eagles were out of the playoffs. Now, <laughs> <laughs> now they're so much better. Jalen Hurts was an MVP candidate before the shoulder injury. Oh, wait a minute. This is a, they're I'm number glad you one. Uh huh. I'm glad you brought that up. Postseason okay. awards. Who gets what? But not postseason awards, but, you know, uh, regular season awards. Oh, well, I mean, if you ask me, Justin Jefferson should be the MVP. Uh, and just because, look, Mahomes, he's did it. We've seen it so many times. It seems like he's been doing it for 10 years already. I guess that's just how phenomenal he is. But if you don't, if you didn't give it to him or a quarterback, which we know they will, man, I would give it to Justin Jefferson for real. And as far as the head coach of the year, Man, it would have belonged to Nick Sariana if they didn't, you know, have that two-game sli- uh, skid that they went through. And uh, Jalen Hurts getting hurt. Jalen Hurts getting hurt. Wow. <laughs> and uh, who else? Who else? Who else was a candidate? Brian Dable is a good candidate, but they're probably going to give it to – I hate to say this, and I hope I'm wrong, but if they give it to Kyle Shanahan, we're probably doomed. But he probably he probably deserves it, knowing that going by what we've seen, 10 straight wins – Sna- grabbing and snatching the number two seed from the Vikings and doing it all with his third quarterback. I'm sorry I keep saying this, but damn it, he is the third quarterback. He was he was picked overall like 199. He was the very last pick, whatever number it was. And he's going and he's going into the postseason as the number two seed next week. He does he definitely makes a case for coach of the year, but I hope he doesn't get it. Because coach of the years usually don't do good in the postseason. Uh that's my take. Yeah, I'm actually uh, – go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. sorry. And one more thing. DPOY, the defensive player of the year, it ain't Micah Parsons. It's Nick Bosa. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. Nick, go ahead, man. All right. I got um, I got Patrick Mahomes, of course, the league MVP. Um, obviously, Jalen was, was in the running up until the injury. And so, uh, you know, it's unfortunate. But um, he passed through for another, what, 5,400 yards and – and forty something touchdowns or whatever this year. I mean, we've seen what the guy is. It's, it's he won the MVP. Congratulations. You uh, appreciate you, appreciate you keeping it real though. Right. I mean, it is it is what it is. Yeah. Um, Justin Jefferson. I think we'll get Offensive Player of the Year. I think that'll that'll be in a landslide. Um, that usually is kind of how that happens when you have a, a skill position player who could really compete for the MVP uh, category, but there's a quarterback that they give it to. That skill position player usually gets it. And so I see Justin Jefferson winning Offensive Player of the Year, uh, Defensive Player of the Year. I think I agree with you. I'd probably go Nick Bosa. Um, there may be some love there for T.J. Watt. I know he missed a lot of the season. Um, and there was somebody else I had in mind. Um, I can't think of who it was. Oh, no, 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 it wasn't Defensive Player of the Year. How many picks did Mika Fitzpatrick have this season? No, 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 no. Somebody else was leading the lead with interceptions at one point. Your, your boy Gardner Johnson. See, 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 yeah, Gardner Johnson was for a but while. He, but he got um, yeah, Mika had a hell of a year also. Yeah. But I, what I was thinking about was defensive rookie of the year, which I think will definitely go to Sauce Gardner. Um, offensive rookie of the year may go to Garrett Wilson. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think who else wow. they may have. In. Wouldn't that be something if they got two rookies to get OP, you know, well, the offensive the, player and defensive player? The, the craziest thing is before it was Garrett Wilson, it really would have been Brees Hall also for the yep. Jets. Yeah. Who? Before he got hurt. Oh, oh the running back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you're right. Good point. Good point. That that would be nice yeah. for the Jets if they done that though. The Jets are just a quarterback away. I'm telling you, Garrett Wilson is pretty good, man. I, he's got some good toe drag swag uh, in him. He's got some. He was it him? I believe that put a move on somebody. 
I'm like, damn, this dude is pretty good, man. The Jets are just a quarterback yep. away. So, yeah, I, I, like, then, I uh, like your picks. And then Coach of the Year, um, my my top three candidates would probably be uh, Brian Dable. Um, well, I say, I'd say he's a, he's a dark horse. How about Doug Peterson? I mean, Jaguars were, what, 4-12 and 12 last year with, with Urban Meyer? Doug Peterson comes in the next year in their playoff team. Yeah, it was a hell of a turnaround. I mean, gotta 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 tell Doug Peterson love, man. Yeah, um, hey, hey, you're not lying. You're not lying. I don't think he gets it, but hey, you make a good point. And um, case. and uh, let's go, Mike Tomlin for my third one. Well, you know he's not gonna get it because he didn't make the postseason though. But but I I hear where, I hear where you're coming from. Yeah, it was a hell of a comeback, uh, a hell of a turnaround. And I'm gonna say this: if they have their franchise quarterback in, what's his name again? Pickett. If he's their guy, Kenny Pickett. If Kenny Pickett is their guy, man, you're going to see a lot of Pickett to Pickens uh, in the future. I don't want to hear that anymore. Listen, I got to hear this for the next 10 years. Uh, Can we we not say it as much on the show? That's right. That's right. My bad, T. My bad, T. But I'm telling you, man. I got to hear this shit for the next 10 years. How this guy just get in the league and already has a good receiver to throw the ball to? And and your team (laughs) still can't find one. Ain't that that about a bitch? Ain't that about a bitch? Yeah, you're right, T. That you're right. Yeah, they turn yeah, it into yeah, Mr. Magoo. We're doing it. Sammy Watkins. Who? Sammy Watkins. <laughs> man, get off it. my damn phone. Man, stop it. <laughs> get out the line, man. For real. <laughs> get off my damn phone. <laughs> <laughs> man. And, and, and again, least improved player of the year, Sammy Watkins. <laughs> man, for real. And, and so we're doing the countdown here on the Great Debate Show. The countdown will be to how much longer Terrence Smith. Here at the Great Debate Show is going to be on the Baltimore Ravens band, uh, fan, fan. Um, <laughs> how long is he going to be in their fan base? A uh, part of it, that is, because I mean, every every time we talk about him, it just seems like, uh, T. Damn, I I feel for you, man. I, I wouldn't blame you, but we'll see how this Lamar Jackson thing goes. We could be talking in three weeks from now, saying, Hey, who do you got, the Ravens or the whoever in the NFC for the Super Bowl? We just never know. Uh, so, and that would just erase all of the the crazy lopsided things that have happened this season with the Baltimore Ravens. And that's something that could very well happen in the wild, wild and crazy NFL. Uh, so uh, LeBron James has been hooping. He's been balling 40 points here, 30 points there, and they've been winning on top of that. This is that's, that's news. Uh, so we got to get more Laker talk in uh, when we come back. And uh, we'll definitely be recapping the super wild card weekend coming up. And uh, any news that breaks that needs to be uh, discussed, we definitely will probably hit you back uh, with another episode before uh, the, the next one is, is uh, due to go up. So that's all I got, guys. An hour 34. Time to wrap it up. It's late, but uh, we got it done, and we hope everybody enjoys this when they listen, and uh, hope you all have a great, productive week. Peace out, guys. Yeah, though.